We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. IB Nation, welcome back to the Irish Breakdown Podcast. We are live here on a Wednesday, which typically would be midweek rundown for Brian Driscoll on a solo show. So I know some of you are tuning in right now and saying, why is Ryan here? Why is he here? Well, scheduling, and we'll talk about the, the scheduling, not issue, but just kind of reformatting of this week. So originally, I was supposed to be on the Tuesday night IB Nation Sports Talk show had to cancel it last night, and we were going to kind of do a combine primer last night to talk about the Notre Dame, former Notre Dame players that will be in Indianapolis, hoping to impress the evaluators, decision makers, and coaches that are in attendance. Instead, we decided to move the show to today because also Friday, which will be typically the recruiting hour, that will not be this week because Friday I will be down in Indianapolis at the NFL Scouting Combine. I will actually be there. I'll be leaving tomorrow morning on Thursday early. So I'll be having coverage for you guys the rest of the week in Indianapolis. So the eight Notre Dame prospects for the 2022 NFL draft that are on tap to do on-field drills and medicals and team meetings, I will be there to interview them, to break them down, see what the latest buzz is. All that stuff you will find at irishbreakdown.com, but also Irishbreakdown.com. I'll be having a few little recruiting tidbits. I'll also be dropping some videos daily, just kind of some impulse things and some quick hitters. And the only people that are going to get that are the premium subscribers at boards.irishbreakdown.com. So you should go right now and make sure that you sign up to the, to the premium message board because that's where all the latest intel for the Notre Dame prospects in the 2024 draft will be. So today is my show, my friends, and I'm going to break it down a little bit like Brian usually does. He, I know, typically has like three or four topics he talks about on Wednesdays, and he breaks down a, a, a flurry of kind of different topics as well. They're usually somewhat interrelated, but not always interrelated. So we're going to talk four different segments today. One, 
I'm going to talk about the latest in defensive back recruiting in the 2025 recruiting class. Obviously, I'm sure some of you are aware, if you are avid followers of the recruiting circuit, that Devin Williams, star defensive back out of the state of Georgia, has committed to the University of Auburn the other day. So we want to talk about what that means for Notre Dame, how big of a deal that is, where Notre Dame is going to turn to next, what the numbers are still going to be in the secondary. We'll hit on all that in the first section. Number two, we're going to hit on the Notre Dame Combine preview. So I'm only going to talk about Joe Alt, Blake Fisher, Sam Hartman, Audrey Estime, Javante Jean-Baptiste, Maris Loifal, J.D. Bertrand, and Cam Hart, the eight players that will be in Indianapolis to test out their skills in front of all the NFL personnel that are in person this week. And then number three, I'm going to take it a little bit more full scope. I hope you all are draft fans out there. If you're not, you're going to have to deal with it for a little bit because I'm going to do a, a couple a couple of topics in just general NFL draft for the scouting combine in section three. Just talk about some things I've been kind of curious about, some positions that I'm excited to see, kind of some, some questions to kind of highlight how important the NFL draft process is when it pertains to the scouting combine each and every year. And then number four, of course, We'll hit a mailbag. So I see everyone's got a bunch of mailbag questions already in there. I got double-digit questions already before the show even started. So keep throwing in the mailbag questions because I'll be here as long as y'all want me to be here. So that's in two for the show. We're going to get it, though, to defensive back recruiting in the 2025 class here in a second. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. All right, folks, so the topic started with the defensive back recruiting in the 2025 class because, like I said, Devin Williams, who is one of the best defensive backs in the 2025 class, who was very high on Notre Dame, but he opted for a little bit more of the local flavor, and he decided to stick down south with the University of Auburn, which was a school that Devin was high on. And I, I kind of talked about this, I believe, couple weeks ago when people asked about kind of more, some more specifics about Devin's recruitment and Auburn was one school that was, that was high on his list. Alabama was another Georgia. So he had obviously the sec flair and the sec flavor in his recruitment. There was no doubt about that. 
but then he was also very high on Notre Dame. And I, I wanted to talk about just kind of the, the big picture of the Devin Williams commitment to Auburn, what it means for Notre Dame, and then we'll talk about where the Notre Dame's board actually is going forward in 2025. Because I think someone said in the chat, and yeah, Jason kind of said, you know, he wasn't very optimistic for Devin, but he's one of his favorite players in the class. And Jason, he was mine as well. And I will say this. So as far as cornerback recruiting in the 2025 class, and we'll kind of paint the picture this way. Notre Dame already has a commitment from Cree Thomas in the 2025 class, the star cornerback out of Brophy Prep in Phoenix, Arizona, same high school as Benjamin Morrison. But Notre Dame wants to at least have three corners committed in the 2025 class. But there was a reality where if they got two particular corners and Devin Williams was still on the board, that they would continue to push very hard for Devin Williams because they were that high on Devin Williams. They thought he was a tremendous, tremendous football player. And honestly, I, this is full transparency because I was talking to someone about this the other day. Actually, it might have been maybe Monday, maybe Sunday. It was, it was somewhere in the particularly near past. But Devin Williams was a player that I thought like Notre Dame had a very good chance with. And I, I think honestly what kind of derailed that commitment a little bit, just kind of you know letting Auburn close on him in such quick fashion, was the junior day a few weekends ago when Devin had to unfortunately cancel due to the weather issue. I really believe, and I really, I'll just say it like this. I really believe that if that trip was not canceled and Devin would have gotten back to South Bend and he would have seen the coaches again, would have been around the recruits, I truly believe that Devin Williams would have at least elongated this recruiting process a little bit longer in the sense of, I think Notre Dame would have at least been able to make him think about it. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean, and I'm not saying, that if, if Devin Williams would have made the trip to Notre Dame, that Notre Dame would have been the pick in the end. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I am saying is, is that if he would have made the trip, I think it would have given him something to think about for a little bit longer, and I think that that recruitment would have stayed open a bit. Now, unfortunately, wasn't able to make the trip. Auburn's a school that he has been to recently again for multiple times, and he's been there multiple times. Very comfortable with Hugh Freeze and that staff, obviously. And he ends up opting for Auburn, which... I tweeted out, I will say this, just kind of full transparency to you all. I've gotten to know Devin Williams throughout this process. Great kid, man. Like, really a great kid. If you think that he is a phen phenomenal football player, if you believe that he is a phenomenal football player, that's great because I 100% agree with you. But he is an even better young man, in my opinion. An even better young man. He is truly one of those well-rounded individuals that's, He's going to be a great asset to a program, whether it is just strictly on the field, off the field, and every part of being a part of a program, right? So I think that Devin Williams is a great get for Auburn, tremendous get. I think he's going to improve the help to improve that culture, hopefully. I think that he is going to be a great asset to them on the field, a player that was being recruited by mostly as a cornerback, but also as a wide receiver by some. I, I talked about this before, but Georgia was recruiting him to play wide receiver potentially. Like they were that high on Devin Williams, the athlete. But ultimately, he chose Auburn. And now we're left taking the next step because although it wasn't Devin Williams or Bus for Notre Dame, he was one of the very talented corners that was an absolute take on what is a smaller board now. We can portray it that way. Now, Cree Thomas gives you a great baseline to the class. You know, you have Cree. He brings a lot of position flexibility, a lot of alignment versatility. And I know that Jason asked a question about this in the mailbag as far as guys being able to play 
be able to play outside, be able to play nickel, even be able to play some safety at times. I think he has upside to do a little bit of everything. But Notre Dame does want to get the three. They do want to get the three. And that means, and yes, Brandon, sorry, I saw your, your message in the chat, the combine, on the on-the-field drills do start tomorrow in Indianapolis at the 2024 NFL Scouting Combine. There's there's media availability today for the linebackers and defensive linemen, but tomorrow on-field officially begins, and I will be there tomorrow. So we'll talk about that in the second and third section, though, Brandon. You got me, you got me preoccupied, man. You got, you got my mind, my attention going other ways. But there are, without a doubt, outside of Cree Thomas, there are two main targets that are on the board right now that we know that Notre Dame has been pushing for for a long time now, okay? And ideally, these are the two players that Notre Dame would like to be a part of this three-man cornerback class. And that is Dallas Golden, who is the star defensive back out of Tampa Bay Berkeley Prep. You also have Mark Zachary out of Indianapolis, Indiana, Ben Davis. Obviously, the in-state kid there. Now, I want to talk about each of these players individually, but I also just want to say that ideal world, if we're talking about an ideal class, a, a dream class, however you want to say, for the dream class for Notre Dame right now is that you land Mark Zachary and Dallas Golden to pair Cree Thomas, and that is your cornerback room moving from 2025. Now, let's break it down one by one. Dallas Golden, who is a defensive back that's been in their game now three different times, including a junior day a few weekends ago. He's been a player that Notre Dame has been in a good position with seemingly for a pretty long time now. He had visited, not this past offseason, the offseason before for the second time for the spring game. And then he came back for junior day a few weekends ago. And coming out of the junior day, we talked about it. But Notre Dame was in a great position with Dallas Golden, and I don't believe that anything from momentum side has led up there. As of today, I still confidently say Dallas Golden, Notre Dame is the top school for Dallas Golden right now. I would say that they are the team to beat per se, but they need to close in that one quick. Close in that one quick because, again, there's already more schools offering. There's more schools coming after him. He's got an elite offer list already. But this is one where Notre Dame has kind of had a little bit of an inside track for several months. They need to be able to close this one out soon. And I do believe that there might be something coming sometime this spring, maybe into this into the summer. But I do believe that Dallas is nearing at least a little bit of a decision-making mode. And I think that Notre Dame is in a great spot. So close it, close it soon, and you have an opportunity to get who I believe is one of the more dynamic athletes in the 2025 class overall. Like Dallas legitimately could play corner. He could play safety. He could play wide receiver. He could play running back. He can play whatever the heck position that young man wants. He is an absolute stud. I think he's a top 50 player in the 2025 class. So things are in a great spot with Dallas Golden, as is the same case with Mark Zachary right now. Mark, being an in-state kid, is one of those young men that know what Notre Dame can provide and what Notre Dame brings to the table. He has been Notre Dame multiple times at this point. He was also at junior day a few weekends ago. And I like, again, Notre Dame is definitely the leader for Mark Zachary. The question is, when is decision-making mode going to happen? Cause you know, it's, it's like a very cliche kind of thing that a lot of recruits say they'll say, 
you know, Mark could play, you know, uh, you know, the decision is going to happen before the senior season. Like that's what most say, right? That's what most people say. But I would say for me is that it seems like that's another one that maybe might be dwindling down or at least kind of nearing the end in the process. I don't have as much Intel, especially any that I can share with you all as far as like what the exact timeline is going to be for Mark Zachary. But I do think that we are nearing that decision-making time. I don't see this one going deep into the summer. I don't see one going into the, into the season. I think that Mark Zachary is going to have, make a decision well before that. Right. So Dallas golden, Mark Zachary, those are the two big names on the board for Notre Dame. And ideally, that's how the class ends a corner, is that you get Mark Zachary, you get Dallas Golden, you have Creed Thomas, you can kind of be very versatile on the back end with a couple of those players and be able to use them in a bunch of different spots. Now, I do think it's smart, because I think that this is kind of what's happening on the board right now for Notre Dame, is that I do think that there's they're doing their due diligence in some potential, I don't want to call them backup options, but other options that are on the board. They've been adding guys over the last few weeks, like Tristan Haynes out of Oklahoma. They just added Dalen Penson out of Georgia, who's a very fast riser in the class. I think he could be a nickel. Like his, He kind of reminds me stylistically a lot of what Devin Williams would have brought to the table. Now, I think Devin obviously has actually played a lot more corner than what Dalen Penson has, for instance, right? But ultimately, he is that quick twitch, fast athlete who's a little bit smaller but can play inside and play a little bit of nickel. So guys like Dalen Penson, Tristan Haynes, I think that Notre Dame is still making sure that they have options on the board just in case something doesn't go right. You don't want to leave yourself out in the cold with not great options that are left on the table. So Notre Dame's cornerback recruiting in general is in a very good spot. I think that they are the leader for both Mark Zachary and Dallas Golden, but I do think there are some other interesting options that are potentially still on the board. Now let's talk about safety real quick because this is no question a one person and Brandon uh, to the can Penson play safety? I mean, maybe, I mean, he's only 160 pounds right now though. I did like a little bit of the physicality I saw with him on film, especially the one play where he's playing from pursuit and he forces the fumble near the sideline. But I would say more nickel than safety right now. I mean, I, I would just need to see him add a decent amount more weight before I can say that he's definitely a safety. Like I just, I'm not sure about that one yet. He's 160, 165 pounds. So we'll see how his body developed. Maybe even grows another inch. I mean, he's only a junior in high school, right? So anything's possible, but I would say more nickel outside corner than safety as of today, but we'll see how bodies develop. But <laughs> speaking of safety body types, there's a young man that's still on the board for Notre Dame at safety in the 2025 class. Now let's start with the, obviously the easy ones. Notre Dame has Ivan Taylor star defensive back out of the state of Florida out of West orange. They also have Ethan long. Who's out of Brunswick school in the state of Connecticut that are committed to Notre Dame in the 2025 class. Now main priority, priority number one for Mike Mickens. Now taking over the full secondary folks, main priority, make sure that both those players are solid. We've had several pieces now, a couple Intel pieces on the board over the last couple weeks. As of today, I would say both players are very solid in their commitment to the University of Notre Dame. If anything changes, you know, in the in the future, first place to know is boards.com. But as of today, sounds like from the Notre Dame side of things, 
that they feel very good about where things are with both those players. And I've been able, obviously, to talk to Ethan, been able to talk to Ivan. And, you know, Ethan from the jump was just kind of super solidified, right? Ivan was solidified, but you could tell that it was really kind of tugging on him a little bit because he had a great relationship, obviously, with Chris O'Leary. But as of today, not worried about either player not being in the class for 2025. So any decommitment talk will have to wait until anything actually happens or if things change, because as of today, feel good about where the commitment from both players are. But regardless of the change in who is playing, who is coaching safeties in college or coaching safeties at Notre Dame, whether it was Chris O'Leary or now Mike Mickens, Notre Dame still very want, very much wants Jadon Blair, who's a star safety out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina, goes to Mount Tabor, six foot four, 180 plus pounds. I've seen some things list him out now at 190. I've seen him listed at 180, 185. Regardless, he's a very long safety that has a lot of developmental upside. He can add a lot of room to his frame. And he is a player that even after the coaching change, they made very quick to know you're still the guy that we want in this class very much. And he brings a different body type and dynamic that Ivan Taylor doesn't bring to the table. And it's not any better or worse. It's just very different. You know, we're talking about Ivan Taylor, who is 5'11", 6 foot, about 175 pounds. Then we're talking about Ethan Long, who's 6'2", 185 pounds, which is a pretty big safety. But then we're talking about a kid that's six foot four with a lot of length that he brings to the table. He's a very unique player, very unique body type. A lot of people that are obviously just going to look at the size and compare him to Kyle Hamilton. And I get it. Six foot four, very long, athletic kid on the back end. Parallels make a lot of sense. Now, Jadon is obviously already set up a official visit to Notre Dame later this summer. He is a player that is going to take his official visits and then make a decision before senior year. That is kind of his timeline right now. And I think truly right now, Notre Dame is, despite the coaching transition, I think they're in a good spot, man. They are. Now, this is not one where it's like Notre Dame, huge gap, tear break, then number two. Like, no, I I think that they're fighting with schools like Penn State. Like, they need to outlast those schools because i think they were kind of coasting a little bit to be honest with y'all like i think they were just like kind of a really good position but they were in just kind of like clear sailing well, not clear sailing that makes it sound like it was a slam dunk it wasn't a slam dunk but they were in a good spot and they just kind of had to just continue that momentum right and then you would have a very good chance to close on Jadon blair in the end unfortunately with the coaching change that's one where you have to assess the situation you have to get to know coach mickens on a deeper level you have to make sure that you understand what they can bring to the table that is just not Chris O'Leary can bring to the table, right? It's the full scope of everything. And I think Jadon and his family very much understand that. And I think they understood that even before the coaching change. But anytime there is a coaching change, you have to reassess the situation. So as of today, I would say top two schools, because I think he just locked in an, an official visit also to Florida State. There's going to be some schools that are, are going to be in the running. But if you ask me today, who are the top two schools for Jadon Blair? I would say that it's Notre Dame and it's Penn State. I would give Notre Dame a slight lead, but that obviously needs to be something that you're able to maintain down the stretch because Penn State and some of these other schools are not going to go away. He's a potential elite elite level safety, 
possible top 50 player when all is said and done. He's got, I mean, he's already rated as a top 35 player by I think two different platforms in the 2025 class. So Jadon Blair's legit, folks. He's very legit. Now, kind of my last question I want to end y'all, and I talked about it, I think, a few weekends ago. But I started thinking a little bit deeper in this one. And I started thinking, because right now I would say Notre Dame is the leader for Mark Zachary. I would say they're the leader for Dallas Golden. I would say they're the slight leader for Jadon Blair, although that one is more of, you definitely have to close on that one a little bit harder. And I just started thinking about the future of the secondary for a second, because we are, we're blessed, man. I mean, when you think back to the 2023 season where we just saw Notre Dame have a top five pass efficiency defense, I think number, I think they finished number two in pass efficiency this past, the off, this past season, you had Cam Hart, who was a very good player for Notre Dame and is going to be at the 2024 NFL scouting combine this week. You had Benjamin Morrison, who was a freshman All-American and potential future first-round pick. We'll see as he continues to develop. And then you had Xavier Watts, who was an All-American by basically everyone, right? First-team All-American by basically everyone. And you're looking and saying, that secondary we just saw might not be nearly as talented as what it could be in a couple years. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be as good like production wise, it's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that when you have in a couple years, a secondary that could include Mark Zachary, Dallas Golden, Cree Thomas, Ethan Long, Ivan Taylor, Jadon Blair, Adon Schuler, Ben Minnick, Micah Bell, Christian Gray. Who else am I missing? Oh, Carson Hobbs, Leonard Moore. Bronte Johnson, like guys, it starts to get silly, man. It honestly starts to get kind of silly when you think about it, just from a pure talent perspective, right? At the end of the day, it has to be developed. And that's up to Mike, to Mike Mickens. Now, Mike Mickens has done a great job with corners. What he's going to do with the safeties is a is a very much in a question, right? It's very much a question. We have no idea. I haven't, I have no idea how he will do as far as developing safeties and nobody does, but ultimately if he's anything close to the developer of corners as he gets at safety, just imagine the secondary in a couple of years. Just imagine. I just talked about a six foot four kid who I think is a legit top 50 player. At, I think he's a top 50 player. I just talked about a six, 285 pound kid named, named Ethan long. Who's a really talented football player. Just talked about Ivan Taylor, considered a top 35 player by multiple platforms. Just talked about several other dudes that I think could be potential NFL players if they're developed properly from a talent perspective. From a talent perspective. Would it shock anybody that in two years, if Christian Gray is being projected as a potential first-round pick or next offseason, if he's being projected as a potential first-round pick, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest. Where have how quickly this has turned around? I still have flashbacks to 2020 when the secondary was a mess. It was a mess. What was it? Nick McLeod and Clarence Lewis? I mean, and now we're a couple years after that, and we're like, hey man, Clarence is like a gonna be a very solid rotational outside corner that can play inside too, and he can kind of be a Swiss Army knife backup. That's how quickly things have changed. And that comes down to 
Mike Mickens being a dang good developer, but also comes down to recruiting, right? You can't turn average players into elite. You can't turn nobodies into really good players. You have to have talent in the room to make them good football players or make them great football players. And that's what this 2025 class in the secondary has a chance to be, guys. I just want our imaginations to run away with us for a second because it is very easy, very easy to be just negative all the time, right, in the today's world. It's so easy. But we're here to talk about Notre football. Let's have some fun, man. It's a YouTube channel, right? Let's talk ball. Let's have a good time. And I'm having a good time thinking about what a future secondary could be especially when I consider what the 2025 class could end up looking like. So that's defensive back recruiting, folks. Notre Dame has to close. They have a chance to sign an elite secondary hall in the 2025 recruiting class. But let's get into NFL Combine talk next. We're going to focus on the Notre Dame players, the eight players that will be in Indianapolis. And I'll be down boots on the ground to watch all the, the great performances that hopefully they're able to put together before we get into that combine talk to folks please if you could hit that like button for me make sure you subscribe to the podcast make sure you hit that notification bell on youtube if you're listening to me on your favorite podcast platform as always if you could please subscribe and hit a five-star review and you know leave a nice little review in there you know say some good words oh man they're they're so great you guys are you guys are fantastic you guys are just the most smart Notre Dame beat people of all time. I don't know. Whatever you guys want to say there, it would be very much appreciated. Also go to boards.averagebreakdown.com where you can find the latest team in recruiting intel. This is the first section of the Notre Dame Recruiting Hour here on the Average Breakdown Podcast. We'll get to NFL Combine next. So, you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in-person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 